Hello, Emerson. Welcome to the It Is Happening podcast. My name is David Dolan, your host, and I'm joined with me by Wendy Fleischer. Wendy, hello, and welcome to the program. You're here today to talk about uh, podcasts, and it just so happens that we are on one. So we'll be getting that uh, going here in a little bit, but welcome to the program. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you, David. Yeah, very good. And um, first, I want to start off with a couple uh, announcements. Uh, first, with service awards. Uh, number one, Robin Haas uh, recently had a service award, 20 years in uh, Emerson. That's that's a long time. That is a long time. <laughs> yeah. It is. But next is at 30 years, Kevin Albers. That's, Kevin, um, that's here come, yeah, at the time of this recording, um, he'll be 30 years as of the 6th of January. Wow. I, I can't imagine that. That's, that's a long time to be at Emerson, but that's good years of experience, which yep. is great. And um, uh, full disclosure, uh, Kevin is my boss, so we'll keep <laughs> this light that's and right, yeah. uh, we will try not to roast him that's too right. much. I'm sure, I'm sure he started when he was like, you know, 18 here, right? So he's only, what, 48 now? I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> um, and you've probably seen it too. There's that uh, company directory in the uh, the kitchenette there in IT uh, where yes. it had all the old pictures and stuff. And, yes. Uh, Kevin's in there. So if you ever want to see Kevin back in the day, go ahead and, uh, and check look. that out. Yeah. You know, there are some people on there that I can't recognize um, to this day. I, I won't mention any names, but it's like, oh, my goodness, that's that person? <laughs> that's <cow>. you? <laughs> that's you? Wow. Right. But anyway, good stuff. I um, haven't been here long enough, <laughs> so I'm not in that directory. You know, speaking of you, actually, you have a service award coming up here. Yes, I do. Yes. How long have you been working at Emerson? Five years, the 17th of January. Wow. So, Very good. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Five years of happiness, sunshine, and rainbows. Absolutely. Right? Five wonderful, wonderful, Five exciting, wonderful. entertaining, educational years. There yep. you go. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Um, next, I want to talk a little bit about some birthdays coming up here. Birthdays, uh, we'll start off with Matt Baker uh, as of the 15th of this month. So, Matt. Happy birthday. Um, it must feel good to turn 22. That's great. Um, so happy birthday to you on that one. Um, on the 21st, we have Julie Noop. Julie Noop, um, definitely, I believe, 27 years young. That's exactly right. She doesn't look a day over 19. I know. I mean, really. I know. It's crazy. I think yeah. it's how she does her hair, which is great. Ah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. just this radiant glow, which yeah. is great. <laughs> radiant glow. Yes. And her smile. <laughs> and you her know. smile. Her smile. Absolutely. And her wonderful, sarcastic sense of humor. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I do like her loser sign, which is great. Oh, yeah. Um, there's some pictures out there I'm sure we'll see here soon from the Christmas party. Yes. Those were funny. <laughs> yes. She posted some on the doors. Ah, nice. So Very those good. Those were good. Very good. Very good. And uh, lastly is Seth Nolan at, um, let's see, he's his birthday is on the 27th, which is great. Happy birthday, Seth. I believe you're turning 30 today. You know, I've always liked the uh, uh, the name Nolan. Now, I was going to uh, name my son Nolan. For a first name. Uh, for a first name, oh. yeah. So kind of wanted to do that, but unfortunately, um, you know, Nolan Dolan doesn't really oh. go together too well. So. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, we, we had no. to skip yeah. on that one, but scratch that. Either way, happy happy birthday, Seth! Um, happy thirtieth, <laughs> and and ha great great uh, choice on your parents for their last name. Exactly. Nolan. Um, the middle name would have been Dylan, so Nolan Dylan Dolan. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm glad you moved along. Yes. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast here, we have obviously Wendy to talk about podcasts and kind of what that means in general, but also to Emerson as well there. So, but before we get into the podcasting piece of this, Wendy, can you explain what you do here at Emerson and how that impacts, you know, communications for Comrades? Sure. Uh, so I am actually in IT. I'm a communication specialist in IT. Um, and I'm kind of responsible for coordinating um, our global communications meetings and Pretty much the role that I play is to help increase awareness and, and drive employee engagement around, you know, IT and the strategy and our vision and our and our goals. Um, but also what I consider kind of an, an, an interesting aspect of my job is to kind of try to build community among our global IT workforce. We're so spread out. And a lot of times, you know, we don't really know who does what where and, and we don't know much about our coworkers. So, you know, some of the things that I do are to try to... Um, help people get to know each other that they that they work with, but they don't necessarily see. So that's kind of, I guess, what I feel like my mission is as a communication specialist in IT. And you know, the the communication part is is absolute key in a in an organization like ours, right? So there's a lot going on, oh, yeah. and and not only is there a lot going on, we're a global company, and there's a lot of people doing a lot of different jobs mm-hmm. in a lot of different mm-hmm. places and keeping everyone kind of together to have that sense of community, like you said, and uh, keeping them up to date is, uh, is super, super important. And, you know, traditionally, we've done a lot of communications, written written communications, mm-hmm. uh, or things over emails or surveys and, and, and stuff like that. There probably is other forms, right, mm-hmm. of, yeah, of absolutely. those types of communications, which kind of leads us into podcasting. Yep. And the next question I have for you is why podcasting and why podcasting specifically in the enterprise? Okay. So I'm always looking for alternate channels of communication uh, for the for the exact reason, you know, that you mentioned earlier, which is typically we go with a printed or a written form of communication. Um, and we get bombarded with emails and things like that. Um, but there's actually a lot of evidence that the younger, the younger audience, people who are kind of in the digital age, really like to consume their information through podcasts. And they're so freaking easy, right? You can listen to them in the car. You can listen to them while you're exercising. You can listen to them while you're doing chores. Um, so they're very easy to consume um, and they're very versatile. They're also pretty inexpensive to produce. So you don't necessarily need a whole lot of recording equipment, although we seem to have quite a bit here, so we can do a bang-up professional job. But um, your average person can, you know, record something and then and put it out on a podcasting platform. Um, so, you know, they're easy to consume. They're fairly easy to produce. Um, they're a good uh, format for our younger, our younger employees. They're more engaged digitally that way. Um, actually, there was a there's this a company they called the Infinite Dial, and they are the longest running survey of digital media consumer behavior in America. And one of the interesting tidbits from their 2021 survey was that podcast listening on a computer has gone up, and podcast listening on smartphones has actually gone down. It's not a lot. Um, smartphones are still way ahead of the computer, 
But I found that really interesting because for an internal enterprise type podcast, it's probably likely that most people, if they're going to listen to it, are going to listen to it at work on their computer. So I thought, oh, well, maybe we're getting into this right at the right stage. So yeah, very good. I, I mean, that sounds really interesting. I, w- I wouldn't have thought that either. You know, podcasts yeah. being, you know, that mobile device. And, you know, I, I remember back, you know, when the iPod first came out. Yep. You know, it was like a brick. Right? Yep, yep, it was <laughs> and, huge. Yep, and that's that's everything that you know. Whenever I think about podcasts, I think about something mobile I can listen to mm-hmm. and all that. And you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but along with inventing the internet, it was Al Gore. That's right. Invented who podcasting. Inve- invented podcasts. Is that <laughs> is that correct? Well, I'd love to agree with you, uh, but I did do a little bit of research, and actually, David, I'm sorry to say, it was not Al Gore. Oh, it was man. not. It was actually um, funny to me that you mentioned the iPod because I don't know if you're familiar with the history of podcasting enough. Um, I had to do some research. Yeah, I'm not familiar with podcasting. It was but, either it was either Al Gore who invented it or Steve Jobs, one of okay. the two. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was actually neither. So what it was was. Um, it, if you research the history of podcasts, it's pretty much understood that you can't separate podcasting from the iPod because what happened was when the iPod was invented, then people wanted to, you know, they could carry this this musical information with them very easily. Um, and then in 2000, this, so the first iPod came about in 2001. And in 2004, uh, a former MTV VJ, Adam Curry, and a software developer, Dave, and I'm going to mispronounce his name. It's Weiner, I think, W-I-N-E-R. They came up with a plan that would enable them to download online radio broadcasts. And so, you know, there you had the iPod and you had the broadcast. And I'm pretty sure that's where the word podcast came from. Um, but anyways, uh, Weiner, I guess he authored um, something called an RSS, which I don't know if you know what that means. I did not. It's called a really simple syndication. Um, and it's aggregator software. And what it does is it enables people to get notifications from a web stream that something that they've subscribed to has new content. And so then they can do- they could download it to their iPod and listen to it on the go. So That's really interesting. You know, yeah. RSS feeds uh, come into play in, in other um, technologies as well. Digital signage comes to mind as well. So, for instance, if you're ever at an airport... And you're you're looking at um, some displays. You might see a little ticker across mm-hmm. the bottom there. That that is an RSS feed. So I think, huh. you know, interestingly enough, some of those technologies kind of bleed over not only into obviously where it kind of came from with right. podcasting, but it has applications in other uh, you know spaces as well yeah. to get information to folks to communicate with right. folks um, in a really simple. Way. <laughs> really, really simple really. way. Yeah. RSS. Really it's kind of simple. a, you know, I wonder if when they created that and they named it, if that was like, well, we'll just call it this for now. We'll come up with a much better name later. And then it just stuck. Yeah. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> Must That's be. how it goes. Yeah. We're good. So, you know, with, with podcasts, you know, looking at the history of the communications and just making it a simple way for people to uh, get that information mm-hmm. and consume it. Where do you see podcasts in the enterprise? So, for instance, obviously we have commercial and residential solutions. Where do you see kind of podcasts fitting in as far as content and what we share? I think it's probably going to depend a lot on trial and error. 
I don't think podcasting podcasting would replace some of the the communications channels that we already use. I, you know, like global webcasts. Um, I don't think it would necessarily replace that. But I would love to see, like, especially this IT podcast. I would love to see it as an extra, right? So a way to give people maybe a deeper dive on a subject or, you know, something a little more on the personal side of IT or, um, you know, just topics maybe that wouldn't fit in a global communications meeting or an email, um, but still would be a benefit to, so like to a, our users. So our like listeners. a day in the life of Fred Burdell. That would be... I, I, I actually would listen to that. I think that'd be pretty yes, awesome. Yes, there we go. So, yeah, especially a day in the life of Fred Bedell at work, right? Get yeah, a, get an yeah. inside peek. What does the CIO, what does he actually do every day? You yeah. know? I know <laughs> he's busy. Cool. He's really busy. Very busy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. so, and you know what? I actually, um, I've been working, Stephanie Ernest and I have been working with um, a couple of people over in marketing. They're looking to do a podcast also. Um, I think Jamie would be the host for that one. And I'm not entirely sure what content, you know, that they would be pushing out. I don't know if they would consider. I don't I don't think it would be a replacement for Jamie's global webcast, but, it, you know, in addition to. So, I don't know. I, I really think podcasting is on the rise. It's starting to take off here at Emerson. I know we have the sustainability group has a podcast, Planet in Focus. Um, I'm pretty sure AutoSoul has been podcasting for some time. And then I think uh, I think the AC Salesforce has done a podcast. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still going on or not. I have to double check that. But I really think that it's starting to mature here in the organization. So I think it's kind of an exciting, an exciting time to be looking at podcasting. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like it too. And, you know, again, with the communications within the company, it being so important, especially this day and age, of yeah. keeping people up to date and, and all that, you know, yep. I, I've been in organizations where it's slow just to get information. Right. Just really slow. And by the time that information gets to you, it's outdated. Right. And if folks, uh, whether it's Jamie or Fred or even other groups within within Comres, have that means to get that information out to folks in a quick and meaningful manner. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned it before. You don't need a whole lot of equipment and no. technology to make it make it work. I mean, the simplest I know is you use your smartphone and you do a voice memo and you just keep talking about, you know, whatever you're going to be talking about. That way you can push that out, which is, which is great. So, um, that's going to be, I think, huge. And I think you're in a great spot to kind of head that up for, for IT because within IT things change so much. They do. People change, um, things change. Yeah. Exactly, and you know it's it's so surprising, especially you know I'm I'm in the uh, audiovisual space of IT, right? And the technology changes so much. By the time that we get gear in, get it set up, and get it installed and deployed, it's outdated. Yeah, it's, it's outdated for those, and it doesn't mean that it doesn't work, right? It still obviously works, but there is always something new coming out and always something going on in, in that space. So by the time you get a standard going, it's very difficult to keep that standard for a long time because there's something always new coming out. And I think this is one of those things where podcasts are not something that is going to necessarily age away. No, I and don't think so. the technology may change quite a bit, but the communication stays the same. If you can hear the communication... Yeah. 
that is what, you know, is so important is, you know, to be able to get that information out and to be able to consume it without necessarily having to open up your computer and log in right. to, uh, right. to your, to your Emerson account. Although that seems like you said earlier to be on the rise. Well, and the interesting thing about that is, you know, with the advent of <clears throat> the advent of video and TV, people thought, oh, it's the end of radio. And yet look what it's morphed into. Right. Yes. I mean, this is essentially radio. It's just radio without the big companies doing it. It's it's individual, you know, low budget people doing it for low budget people like us. N- yeah. Niche, <laughs> niche topics, you know, uh, and and pushing it out to, you know, people who are interested in it. So it, your point that it's not going away is is a very valid point. Um, and again, that online survey, the infinite dial, it, if you look, they've been doing it since I, I have to go back and look at my notes, but it's still, listenership is still on the rise. So it's not like it's peaked, you know, it's not like it's going down. It is still increasing every year. In addition to pushing out content, I think one of the beautiful things about podcasting is I can consume it when I want to. Yeah. Right. It's not like, you know, if it's a video broadcast, you you generally have to be watching. It's kind of hard to multitask while you're watching something. It's so much easier to multitask while you're listening. You know, you could be working away on your computer and listening to the podcast yeah. at the same time. You could be driving home, although I don't know how many people are going to want to listen to a work podcast in the car. I, I probably would, but I don't know. But again, you know, if it's on the rise for people to be listening at their computer, I mean, I think that's a great that's a great way for us to get content out to people while they're and we're not really taken away from them having time to do their actual work unless of course they're in a meeting but yeah for sure you know. and you know going going back to kind of you know what you were talking about a little bit with that right so if you have um someone in the car they're listening to to the podcast you know it could be anything from you know, just what's going on, mm-hmm. right? You know, we have the Sydney Now communications going out and there yep. could be some information in there about some of the upcoming events that we have or specific to IT, some of those upcoming events that we have. But also, you know, it could be tips and tricks of, you know, productivity stuff, yep. right? So it could be a lot of different um, subjects mm-hmm. that get us involved and get us you know, uh, engage with what's going on here at Emerson. You know, another thing, and I'm going to uh, give a little bit of a shout out to our folks um, from the help desk too. You know, they have that walk-in service desk that they have there by the cafeteria. Yep. Yep. And they always are getting or trying to deploy new solutions, whether that be ways to do things better mm-hmm. or new programs or, you know, Recently, and I say recently, it's been a couple of years now, we did the switch from Windows 7 to Windows 10. 10, yeah. Right? Well, guess what? Now, Windows 11 is out. Now, Great. I don't think we're going to be switching <laughs> well, anytime in the near future. But, you know, having the communication uh, when that does happen and how to to go about right. doing that. How to prepare for your, to prepare yourself for it, how to get up to speed with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah, absolutely. that would be great. Where do you kind of see from a technology or really a consumption level of people being able to get their podcasts from? There are probably some platforms out there. That, sure, that sure. There are there are different software platforms that you can you can um, purchase access to, um, and then you can get your podcast 
pushed out to your your usual suspects you know spotify apple podcasts um all those different um platforms and people can subscribe to them um we're still kind of in the beginning stages of looking into those different ones um i know there's probably going to be a lot of questions about you know if we if we have a podcast that's got content on it that's you know proprietary to emerson in some way shape or form we need to be able to make sure that's protected so do we have you know if we go with a a software platform that's not microsoft stream you know then do we have the ability to limit you know who can listen to it or you know can we send it out only to subscribers you know people that send us their email that kind of thing so a lot of that research we're still looking into um but hopefully we'll we'll get some answers here in the next month or so and be able to push forward which i think would be great and you know i'm i'm really excited about being able to to listen to these and and get some information about what's going on you know um the topics too i want to talk a little, a little bit about topics right what, i had a whole list of topics what what kind of topics do you think that you know from an it perspective we could you know potentially expect with a podcast. So I can give you a whole list of things I thought would be interesting. Now, whether or not somebody actually listened to them, I don't know. But I thought it would be kind of cool to have like a hot topics in IT. So it could be um, current technology or trends like artificial reality or mixed reality like the Microsoft Dynamics and HoloLens. That would be kind of cool. Um, I think it'd be neat to have leadership insight. Um, you know, maybe you could do an interview with different business unit leaders or different business unit IT leaders or a day in the life of, you know, the CIO, that kind of thing. That might be interesting. Maybe talk about some challenges that are facing, you know, IT as a department or, you know, IT organizations globally or IT organization here specifically at Emerson. I mean, it kind of be, I think it'd be interesting to get different takes on that. Um, other specialty topics like maybe, hey, you know, what are we focused on in cybersecurity this month? Or, you know, what what about big data, data analytics? What are we doing in that space? Um and then I, I really think we could also use this for talent development. You know, if you want to learn some productivity tips for Office 365 stuff or, you know, that kind of thing. Or like you mentioned earlier, hey, maybe we're upgrading to Windows 11. And did you know, you know, this is what you can expect, that kind of thing. So, I don't know, work-life balance. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, with the day in the life of Fred Burdell, I think we should get a uh, GoPro and <laughs> have a uh, head strap strap it to his head. That way we have some... <laughs> Some, uh, both audio and, and video, video to, oh to see what's going on there. That would be great. That would be great. That would be great. I actually, this is completely off topic, but it's the funniest story I know with a GoPro. I went to Germany with a bunch of friends and um, one of them had a GoPro. And at one point he turned over the GoPro to somebody else and, you know, he had it on like a selfie stick. They were driving somewhere in Germany and, and the, the friend was supposed to be taking video with the GoPro on the selfie stick out the car window. Well, when we reviewed the video after the trip, he'd had the GoPro turned around. So the entire time he was supposed to be filming Germany, he was filming himself looking at Germany. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, oh man. That's great. That's, that is I mean, really that's like a classic. You could not have scheduled that. You know, you could not have said, hey, <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you turn it around and, you know, we'll pretend like you're supposed to be. He actually did it. Yeah, that's funny. So that's yeah. hilarious. So one more topic before we uh, before we wrap it up here, and that is, um, in terms of metrics, right? Mm. From a standpoint of communications, you know, you can put as much communications as you can out there, right? Right. 
Um, I believe there's a term out there, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, right? Yep. Yep. So, that's true. So um, how do we currently look at our communications within IT? And how do you think that translates into how a podcast is really recorded as far as how people are consuming it? What right. kind of metrics are involved with that? So currently, um, I'm kind of short on metrics <laughs> for communications. Um, I mean, I can... I can get a decent idea of who attends the, you know, the global webcasts. Um, although even that can be a little bit tricky because if there's a group of people attending in a room over WebEx, I, I don't have any way of counting those people. Um, I can look at, you know, views in stream when I upload recordings of the webcasts. Um, I, I can't really get any metrics on emails. I can't tell who's, who's opening them and who's not. Um, Podcasts, I think that the metrics would probably be dependent on the software that's used. If we go the route of Microsoft Stream, um, the best I'm going to be able to do is, hey, you know, how many times was this podcast, you know, viewed in quotes, right? Because um, people aren't generally watching it, but but since it's Stream is a video platform, um, that's how it's going to record it as a view. Um, but even that, I can't tell, you know, hey. This was six unique people who viewed it. It could be the same person who did it six times. But I would, you know, it would be good to know if you could track um, how many people were listening to the podcast. If, if, you know, certain podcasts with certain content got more listens than others. And then you could kind of tailor what you're putting out there, the content you're putting out there, um, mix it up a little bit. But again, I think podcasts are or would be. Um, an extra, an addendum, not a sole source of communication. And so I would kind of have to look at the metrics and kind of feed that into, you know, the other types of communication that we do. Now, we talked about like the different platforms that you can use. Stream was one of them, mm -hmm. but that is kind of limited. You know, mm -hmm. we, we talked a little bit about that. However, if you actually had a podcasting platform for actual podcasting, right? Could those metrics get easier to understand who's opening it, who's consuming it, what they're liking? And, and, and I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Since we're only just now looking in that route, I didn't, I didn't pursue that in in much depth yet in my research. You know, because that costs money. It's not free sure. like yeah. Stream is. Um, so, but I think with marketing on board, um, and and they're willing to invest in, or potentially willing to invest in. A platform. I think once they come to some conclusions about which platform they want, and we can, you know, vet it and make sure it's something that we can actually use here at Emerson. I would love to get, you know, some metrics like who's listening to it. You know, how long are they listening to it? Are they listen to it all the way through. Are they listening to every episode? You know, just that kind of a. Those are some typical metrics that you can get from podcasts, right? Yeah, you can for say, sure. oh, I've got you know forty-five people that listen to this, but only ten of them listen to it all the way through. You know, and and then, you know, 15 of them drop off after the first 10 minutes. So, you know, that kind of information, I think, would be valuable. Yeah, for sure. So. And, you know, that's kind of a double-edged sword trying to balance, the, obviously, that need for communication. Right. But then also, how do people access it, right? You have, on the one hand, the, the, the Emerson set of tools that we have, right? Right. The Microsoft Stream and everything. It's not perfect, but it's free. We it's already free. pay for it, right? Yep, yep. But then, you know, if you really want that to go that extra step to really understand and get those metrics, it's kind of like, you know, I, I equate it to, 
like MailChimp, and you've you've mm-hmm. probably heard of MailChimp. Yep. MailChimp does a great job with metrics. Yes, they do. Where <laughs> you know <laughs> where those emails are being opened up, who's consuming them, mm-hmm. who's subscribed to them, the IP yep. addresses of where they're yeah. being opened. How long up. they're how long they're viewing the content in your email? What links they're clicking in the email? Exactly. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Exactly. And so you know, trying to balance that is is going to be, I think, key if you know we as Emerson want to get those metrics to really understand where mm-hmm. this is going in the future. So it's always it's always a challenge to be able to do that. So what do you think would be the optimal length of a podcast? Um sure, I I think a 30-minute podcast is probably a sweet spot. Okay. Right? Um but from my limited research, uh frequency is kind of a key. You know, if it's if if you go too long between your episodes, your listeners drop off. So we we definitely want to consider balancing, you know, the work that goes into creating one and the content that you might put in there with losing listeners because, you know, they haven't heard one in a month. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so some, you know, things to think about. There is a uh, a gentleman, Andrew Patnode, I believe is his name. He is, he's out of uh, Emerson, Canada. He does a, a WebEx every other week and he always... And it's an hour long, and oh. he always has new content. That's a lot of work. About the cold chain. It's like, oh my goodness, how do you get that much? He's been doing it for years. Wow. Which is amazing and stuff. So there is certainly that content out there. Yeah. And I think finding that sweet spot as far as what you said, you said about 30 minutes, right? I, I think, think that, so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's people... kind of a good time frame to, to yeah. kind of get that in. It's not too long. It's not too short. Right. So, which, right. Is, which is great. So, Wendy. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. You're welcome. Thanks for having you know, me. It is happening. Podcast, it is happening. It is happening. <laughs> it is happening. In this case, <laughs> podcasts are happening. <laughs> again, thank you so much. And uh, for the rest of you folks out there, again, thanks for joining us on the on the call. Real quick to to wrap things up, I wanted to talk a little bit about some upcoming events um, before we sign off. January uh, 14th, there is the Minitab Basics WebEx that will be coming up. So if you are into Minitab, uh, please go ahead and uh, get involved in that and get signed up for that, that class there. Also on January 14th is the Emerson Scholarship deadline. So if you have um, some, some of your kids who are uh, involved in that, see, uh, please make sure that you have the, the scholarship deadline in mind coming up here. Also on the 17th of January is the Introduction to Managing Unconscious Bias. That, that is a great class. Um, I've, I've taken it there I've last year. I've taken that one. Yep. Yeah. And um, it, it's very interesting to hear the different scenarios that can take place. So if you have not taken that class yet, please do so. It is on January 17th. And with that, we'll go ahead and sign off. Emerson, it is happening. Thank you so much for joining me, and we'll see you next time.